0: It's a lovely day to talk about art, and I'm here with my longtime friend, October Jade. Hi. Hey, how's it going? It's going. Um. So I always just, like, dive right into questions. Um, Sounds good. But I just wanted to see, like, how are you feeling in this new year, like, with your creativity?
1: Well, my creativity is like my inspiration thriving <laughs> the time that I have not thriving yeah <laughs> no time No time to, to take action on those like inspirational thoughts that I have I'm like oh I could do this and then I'm like I have no time yeah
0: <laughs> we need a f- more hours in the day yeah I definitely get that um <laughs> so what what was your like introduction to art in your life like when did you first start having a creative outlet
1: I, it, my create, my creative outlet was definitely able to be nurtured from a young age. My parents are very much so uh, supportive of anything that I really want to do, but it wasn't like what I'm into now at the beginning. I had had the obvious ones of like in elementary school, you're doing your art class Mm -hmm. in middle school. You're doing your art class. Those were cool. Um, I, after middle school, I never had another art class. I got straight into chorus. So then Mm, my creativity was all sucked into music. Yeah. um, Just singing really (laughs) until senior year, got into guitar. And then after high school, I became really good friends with this girl who is an amazing artist. Like her seven-year-old landscape paintings are better than anything I've ever done (laughs) you know and so I started painting with her just hanging out painting on the floor of her living room watching Doctor Who and just really got sucked into it and thought wow like this is fun it's like meditative Mm -hmm. and I'm not terrible at it yeah (laughs) you know yeah. like I could if I If I put in 10,000 hours, you know, I could be really good, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) But I didn't... I just kind of messed with it here and there. I'm really like a dabbler of things that I enjoy. And then painting is really the only thing that's fully stuck with me. Not enough for me to (laughs) put in that time that I should put into it because I love it. But the only thing that I'm like, right now wanting to do every day if i had the time
0: mm, yeah um do you feel like in when you were in like high school and you were doing music which is how we met um do you feel like that kind of started or inspired kind of like how you find like your voice. I know that's like funny <laughs> because like you're singing, but like did it did you think about your creations like making music in the same way as you would approach
1: painting something? For me music was is more like nowadays I guess my art is also collaborative, but music was more collaborative for me. Uh that like sound of all of us in a choir. Mm-hmm just makes my heart, like, ache for more of it. Yeah. Like, I, was, yeah. I literally just cry when I hear, like, multiple voices singing one thing, you know? Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> Sorry, my brain's like,
0: wait, where were we going? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Because um, I find, like, when I think about it, I was asking because I was, like, starting to think about kind of how I also think about that and relate to it and like I get that what you're saying about when the voice it's like something clicked I I feel like I got the same kind of aha moment when like you would be singing the right part you know like I was in alto too and then all four or five voice parts came together Mm -hmm. and it's like when everyone was on point it was like that oh that's what it is yeah Yeah, like you you finally got it and I feel like in practice like taking photos or doing photography I kind of have a similar aha moment when I like practice a lot and then I get to that point where like that's the shot I wanted and I'm like
1: oh that's
0: the shot I was going for yeah now
1: I'm like okay so um with music it was always meditative for me. Like senior year, I got into guitar class and started learning guitar here and there. And I started playing it. I didn't play guitar to play guitar. I played guitar so I could accompany accompany myself singing. Mm, and okay. it becomes like a meditative thing. It was really just how I felt my emotions, like as a, a, a emotional Pisces, just. <laughs> crying all the time like you know, yeah. boy, boy troubles play guitar and sing at all, yeah anybody, you know and now with art it's definitely it gets into that meditative moment but it's all about like just getting into it like throwing myself into it and once I start getting into that like flow mm-hmm. then it becomes meditative because before that it's like a struggle it's yeah. this like pain that I feel that I just like don't know where to start on a paper whereas music's just like you just do it you mm-hmm. know so yeah. music right away is meditative whereas art takes like me kind of like counting down like three two one put it on paper <laughs> like yeah start yeah. painting you yeah know? I, I have an issue with a lot of things because I just want to be good at it right away yeah I know? definitely relate to that like
0: perfectionist even yeah though, like we know
1: That's not how it works. (laughs) That's not how it works.
0: We know it takes hours, but yeah, I can easily get discouraged because I'm not just like amazing at it right away. And I feel like, I think I might've touched on this uh, in other episodes too, in the fact that it's a little more difficult nowadays to deal with that because of all the accessible people like Mm -hmm. online, right? Like it's a beautiful resource to have. It can be inspirational if you balance that intake but also, it can be like, wow, this person's so good and I'm not. Mm-hmm. But they aren't posting the, like, 10 hours of practice that they do yeah. over a, however long,
1: you yeah. know, every
0: day, every month, every it's week, like whatever.
1: a max 60 seconds of, like, progress video. Right. You know? and Whereas, like, you know that sh- stuff took, like, 10 layers to ever right. get to a point in which you're like, I kind of like this. Right. That's something that's hard about painting for me is that. I just knowing that I'm going to hate this painting for so long until I gets to a point where I'm like, oh, it actually looks like what it looked like in my head. Yeah. It's going to take so many layers, which is something I tell my friend who's just starting out. She really hates her painting. And I'm like, you got to keep layering it. You got to keep painting until you like it. You Mm -hmm. don't like it, paint over it. Yeah. (laughs) Which is kind of something with music as well. Like you can practice a song once and it's going to sound terrible. (laughs) you know right and then you keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it until it becomes muscle memory i feel like that's kind of painting as well Mm -hmm. but for me it's like every painting is different so i'll get like in this flow of painting this one painting but as soon as i stop like i'll it's an issue for me of getting into a flow because then i want to paint for like seven hours straight and i won't eat i won't drink i won't take a break and then i'll stop for like three weeks and i won't touch the painting again because it's like almost overwhelming to think about getting back into that flow state in which you're just going Mm -hmm. you know because you're like once I start I'm gonna have to keep going and Mm -hmm. as a mom there's like I might get like an hour you know max and it might take me an hour to get into the flow state right right. and then if I have to stop it's like what was the point yeah but the point is that I was doing it you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah
0: (laughs) but yeah I definitely relate to that I feel like I do that with Sometimes I'll do that with anything, mm-hmm. like any task I need to complete, mm-hmm. even like cleaning. house stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was thinking is like cleaning. I still will like just stand around and be like, and then I'll end up doing nothing. Yeah. Which like also What's isn't that productive. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like overthinking getting into the flow state mm-hmm. and then being like, oh, well now I've done what? Nothing. Ah.
1: Yeah. So no, something's st- better than nothing.
0: So you started painting in, when did you start painting?
1: probably like 2013
0: okay 2014 so it's been a little while now
1: yeah it's just like randomly like when i was friends with her it was a painting here and there i was doing it for my friends you know i was like painting for gifts you -hmm. know and it wasn't things that i like was interested in it was going on pinterest finding something that's how i kind of was learning was like seeing other paintings being like oh okay and then putting on paper and seeing like how to recreate that like Uh, how they did uh. that But it's like this double-edged sword of doing something like that because, one, you're practicing, but another, you're you're not, like, allowing your natural state of experimenting. Yeah. You know? So then it's like, if you go too hard, for me at least, on practicing through other people's works... I'm not finding my own voice, yeah. And like you said, like finding your voice is huge. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, um, I don't want to be like a replicate of one of my favorite artists, right? I love them as an artist, you but can... I don't want to be them, yeah. You know, because it's by theirs. By <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't want to take what's theirs. I don't want to, but like also, it's just a great tool of practicing. Like, um, there's a girl we went to middle school with. She goes by Shoemaker Art. On Instagram amazing so amazing practicing through some of her she has this like wispy I don't I can't remember the the title of her painting but it was this girl with like really wispy hair and it was really beautiful and I was like wow I'm inspired so then I kind of like recreated it at home in my own like way Mm -hmm. and it taught me so much about painting a face that I didn't understand before So then after painting that, then I painted a a, like a portrait of her and then I painted another girl and then I got to the point where I painted my blue girl painting. Mm -hmm. It's it's called Post Night Out Blues. And and that's my favorite painting because it's a face that for one is mine. I didn't take from anyone else. I didn't, you know, I like got a bunch of reference photos, Mm -hmm. you know, but put them all together. Like it's not any, it's not like a model. It's not like anything but I wouldn't have gotten there without her. Yeah. Like
0: starting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, like, like looking at something and being like, okay. And now I can look at like someone's face and see the light hitting them, see the different colors. That's not just skin tone. You Mm -hmm. know, there's like Mm -hmm. greens and pinks and everything in someone's skin. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't have seen that without someone else's work.
0: (laughs) Right. On the other side, two things that you made me think of on the other side of that coin, I feel like by, um, replicating you also can learn what you don't like yeah like you can see like oh that doesn't fit for me or Mm -hmm. even just in the process of doing it being like that doesn't feel natural to do Mm -hmm. or I don't like how that turned out or something like that so you can learn that too Mm -hmm. you can be like oh I don't know okay but that's also valuable to discovering what you like yeah Um, but also when you said seeing the other colors I think that's one of the things that like blew my mind like I had to do drawing classes at SCAD And at first I was like, really, I was excited about it, but I was scared because I've never practiced drawing before. And so since it was all online, I was Mm. like, well, this is going to be a little hard. (laughs) Um, But all my teachers, like what they would constantly say and like literally what I heard the most out of their instruction was that like drawing is way more looking and observing than Mm -hmm. it is anything else like they would have us just stare at stuff and like write down our observations about it and like the longer you look at it the longer you see what it actually is like its true form its relationship to other things in space your perspective of it yeah
1: because like what you are seeing with your eyes looks different than what it looks like in real life you know like if you're Mm -hmm. farther down like something's gonna look bigger Mm -hmm. and you don't think about that until you're trying to put it on paper yeah you You just see it and you're like okay that's that's a dresser you know yeah but you don't think that like from where you're standing the top looks bigger than the bottom you Mm -hmm. know until you try to put it on paper if you just drew it like square or rectangle it's gonna look silly you right know? it's not gonna look right <laughs> you can Getting your it perspective of everything yeah yeah which is like and that's if you're doing realism you right, know right right that's like something hard for me as well that i've been struggling with is finding exactly where and i guess i don't have to that's like the beauty of being an artist right like i don't right. have to be just a realism i don't have to be like abstract uh. i could mix anything i want i could Like right now, I'm going to be working on this year. I'm hoping to get my first ever like. (laughs) I wish people could see me like, yeah, (laughs) hands like can't figure out the word. But like, uh, oh, my God, what's the word? Like when you have like a set of paintings all in one. Oh, like (laughs) Like a a, collection. Yeah, like my first collection I'm working. I want to work on this year after that collection I don't ever have to do something like that again yeah I'm just inspired right now by colors uh, and so I'm going with it yeah (laughs) you know for that collection and then I'll move on to whatever I'm inspired by next
0: yeah and I think that um that's kind of like a hard part about it too right is because part of being an artist is that you share your work with other people I feel like most people, right? Like you, most people, I mean, people do it for a hobby. It's a little different, but Mm -hmm. when you are doing it to really share it with the world, right? Yeah. You have to let go of this notion that, um, anyone's going to have the same perspective as you on it because they're not Yeah, like their, their (laughs) own life experience, the way they see things, what they've been through is all going to contribute to what they perceive and what you made. Yeah. And so you have to really let go of your ideas about something when you decide to share it with people. Yeah. That was something we talked a lot about in one of my last classes, because it was like a master's class. I had to like substitute it for different class. And it was very philosophical because I was working on my healing project at the time. And I actually would like to keep working on that because it's something that he said would be a cool thing to progress over time, like as I heal like actually heal and experience different things. But, you know, my grandma died. Then I went through a breakup and he was like, use that. Yeah. You know, like channel that into what you're making. But also he would ask me these questions about like, like, are you making something because you want to convey a message? And is it okay that most people may not understand what you're actually trying to convey? Yeah. Right. Like I had text over the images Mm -hmm. And he was like, "Does it matter if people read the words or not? You know, in the overall composition, like you obviously want people to read them, right? But if they don't, does it still have the same effect yeah, when you're soul looking soul at soul the emotions. image? Yeah. um And so, like, those were like interesting things I never like really considered before. And I feel like that's also a hard thing is like when she put it out there for people to look at. Like, if you ever like, you know, you've put your work up a few times mm-hmm. before. I don't know if you've ever like." kind of sneak listens to people looking oh, yeah. at it like behind them just to see what their opinion mm-hmm. and what they're talking to their friends about it is and it's yeah. like usually nothing you could ever have just guessed they would say about it yeah
1: <laughs> yeah i it's funny because i kept my art to myself for 10 years you know i didn't and then it felt like i was good enough you know and so 2022 i put out in the world that i was gonna start getting out of my comfort zone a little bit and one of my bucket list items was to get a piece of art into an art show and i found that through you and the people that you have gone to art shows with before or put your art into their art shows Mm -hmm. and luckily i found that through you because i felt comfortable going into that art show because it wasn't it all depends on where you're going, right? Like, every yeah. everywhere is different. And where we live is very much so, like, ocean-esque mm-hmm. <laughs> things. Yeah. And that's just not what I paint, usually. And then down in St. Pete, it's very, like, vibrant. Everyone's different. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like, okay, I could put my stuff in there because everyone's doing something different. It's not just a bunch of, like, turtles or beach setting. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, So I did. And it was really cool because... You know, we come from like in high school was we're just a bunch of chorus nerds, you Mm -hmm. know. So it was like finding more nerds that I haven't been able to find since high school. Because, you know, you go into the real world and how do you make friends unless you get out there? Yeah. So I went out there, put my work out. And the first thing I did was very last minute because I was like, I need to do this. I need to put myself out there. So I did it. Came out really good. Like, I actually really like it the more that I have it at my house. (laughs) But -hmm. at first I was like, eh, you know. Because it was my first digital art piece as well. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know how people would feel about that. I felt like kind of like a fraud putting digital art into, like, an art show. Mm -hmm. And then other people did it. And I was like, Okay. Like, it is 2022 at that time. Like, yeah, digital art is art. Like, just because you did it on an iPad with an eye, like It's a just pen, a different medium. Yeah. I feel like I think
0: that sometimes, too. I think there's there's definitely, like, shortcuts. Like, it's easier to make certain oh, shapes yeah. or, like, things like that. Vining but it's colors. still, like, your brain.
1: <laughs> yeah. Making
0: something, and it's just using a different tool yeah. to do it. Right? It's different,
1: mm-hmm. and you can make things so different on mm-hmm. anything. And so I put that piece in. It was in this little corner in the back and people liked it, but no one wanted to buy it, which mm-hmm. is fine. And then me and you went down to another art show mm-hmm. and it was the piece that I hated the most. I've never hated a piece so much, a finished piece. Like <laughs> it was a finished piece and I hated it. I thought it was so ugly. And then someone bought it. They yep. loved it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I cried. I literally cried. I was yeah, like, I remember someone, <laughs> someone likes my work enough to spin. $77 on it yeah. like that's wild yeah you know and I after that I was like okay and so um the show the art show slash podcast launch party that you just did mm-hmm. I put all my all of my a lot of my pieces that I have in my house that are more finished that people could buy if they wanted to and a lot of them are abstract like poor paintings and stuff and I feel like that's so saturated at this moment because it's a fun thing to do. Like, it's fun. Yeah. Um, it's a, It's still work. Like, it's hard to get, like, a composed piece done yeah. and look how you want it to look, mm. you know? And I watched people walk around and really enjoy them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. And once again, pieces that I hate, people <laughs> yeah. love. Yeah. You know? And it's kind of upsetting sometimes because you're like, what about my pieces that I love?
0: Right. <laughs> how do you love
1: that? <laughs> right, right. What about I put like fifty hours into this painting right. and you like the one that took me like two? Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> I I feel like I um it's funny you mention how it's like saturated right now. Like it well, people also talk about things that they don't understand and they won't have an appreciation for it, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that also comes into play. Especially I like I could it, do
1: that. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, then do it.
0: Right, <laughs> literally. Like, especially when it's people who don't necessarily do art as much, you mm-hmm. know, then you got to, like, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, like, okay. I, yeah,
1: but we've all said something like that at one point in our life. Like, I could have made that. Yeah. You know, it's like my kid made it, yeah. you know? And it's like, but they didn't, and this person did, and they put their emotions into it. They put their time into it and other people enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So it's really like, that's the whole art is subjective. Oh, for sure. You know, like people yeah. hate the Mona Lisa, you yeah. know, like, and it's one of the most famous paintings in the world. And some yeah. people are like boring. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. They're like, why would you wait to see that? Yeah. And then I'm over here like, please let me see that yeah. before I die. Like, it's a master. <laughs> what do you mean? A master painted
1: that? I would like to see it. Like we all learn from them. Like we're here. We're here because they've taught us something you Mm -hmm. know
0: but something that I think like that I have also I'm like a big art history nerd like I would like to get my master's in art history so I can work in like curating exhibits and things like that it's a dream Um, but something that is a recurring theme is that most of, like, the greats or people have had an impact on art to no some one cared degree. about them
1: while they were alive.
0: Yeah. Well, that <laughs> and, like, or or they were totally anti what they were doing at the time. Yeah. They just didn't understand it. They didn't like that it was a a veer off the path of what was commonly accepted or done they at the time. They were miserable. And if they hadn't <laughs> kept doing that, then what would have happened? You that's know? also
1: something that's wild to think about, right? Like, some of these like, so I saw posts about creative people and uh, suffering Mm -hmm. a lot of people who are super creative also suffer a lot Mm -hmm. and we we create through that channel of suffering like I know that when I was writing a lot like I went back and found high school like poems and writings and they were actually really good to me like I don't know I haven't gone to school to write (laughs) but I'm like wow like I had some deep meaningful thoughts you know Mm -hmm. And it was because I was really sad, yeah. you know? So sometimes it's, like, easier to put out art when you're really sad compared to when you're happy. And so a yeah. lot of these people who are known as masters were, like, drunks, addicts, depressed. Uh-huh. But they were making things that are beautiful that people did not appreciate at the time. Uh-huh. And then they didn't even know how loved they are now. Yeah. Because they died, Yeah. <laughs> you know? And they didn't know that when they were making whatever they were making that people were going to talk about them for centuries. Mm -hmm. Like Michelangelo, we still are learning about him to this day. Mm -hmm. Like he wasn't even a, it doesn't even matter, but like, (laughs) you know, so it's like, it doesn't matter what other people think about you right now. It matters like that you're doing what you love Mm -hmm. or that you're, you're doing what you need to do. Some people don't love it. They just have to. Yeah. It's like this compulsory thing, whatever the word is, but they have to do it. They have to create, they have to paint. Mm-hmm. And they might be miserable doing it, but they do it. And mm-hmm. we take it in and we love it. <laughs> I think that's the
0: hardest part, though, since we talked about this earlier. I think that is the most challenging part about finding your voice, though, too. It's like so keep, many keep pushing <laughs> through that, especially oh, yeah. in an atmosphere now where you do have so many people to compare yourself to um, or to hear other people's opinion. Like More. I something that I do a lot in my work. And it's kind of like, I guess, the opposite of what's like popular right now mm-hmm. is like a soft focus. Yeah, like a lot of things aren't sharp because I do this intentionally. Mm-hmm. I know how to use my camera, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, not,
1: not just accidentally doing it.
0: It's like yeah. I feel like I go, and what's cool is like a lot of people do describe my work as ethereal. Yeah, yeah that's like the
1: first <laughs> thing people will
0: say, and like that's I'm glad that that's happening now because, and that's part of what goes into that. It's mm-hmm. like. To me, my personal experience is that to make something, the vibe, the atmosphere that I want it to be, it's not in focus. Like it makes you question that reality, Mm -hmm. like is like, what am I seeing? But not so much that it's just like totally abstract and you're like, what am I looking at? But you're like, it's almost like you're rubbing your eyes. Yeah. (laughs) And And you just
1: woke up and you're like, is this girl dancing?
0: Yeah. Well, that's like one of the poems that I have actually on my website is um, I was working on my website when I was in school and um, he I didn't know what to put on my homepage. I don't know if you... Do you have a
1: website right now? I'm working on it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, then you know how much work it yeah. is to make a website. It, I had to stop for a second because I was getting really aggravated. <laughs> yeah, like, It's not what I want it to be.
0: Yet. Well, we're also not web developers. So yeah, there's that am using Squarespace. I can't like,
1: <laughs> make it exactly
0: how I want. I'm not a coder. <laughs> um, but my... So he was making me, you know, think a lot about that. Like, why do I make my work the way I do? And I also like poetry a lot. So my whole my whole homepage is like photos with poems. Mm -hmm. But the main one says, rub your eyes, blink them open. There's a haze that lingers. Enter light and color, a tasteful, vibrant dance engaging the senses. That's
1: basically your art in a poem.
0: The other eye, what will it see? Blink and I'll make you a dream yeah you know so i was trying to like capture what kind of my thought process as i make Mm -hmm. things and like but people don't like that you know like some people do yeah but it's in right now to be very like uh crisp super crisp and like detailed and like not that mine isn't detailed but like in focus Mm -hmm. like just crisp and
1: clean and like super like colorful in a way yeah exaggerated colors
0: but more sepia warm which is also the opposite of what i do i like like that's where like
1: peter mckinnon is going have you he's like he's changed up his way i love seeing that i love seeing because with artists of any kind sometimes you have like such a footprint that people know it's you just by looking at it Mm -hmm. you know yeah but at some point as an artist you get Not all of us, I guess. But I get tired of doing the same thing over and over again. And you want to start, like, changing things, trying new stuff out. And I was watching one of his videos and he's, like, he's changing things up. Why not? Yeah. (laughs) You know? Just because you're, like, really well-known for one thing doesn't mean you have to be that one thing forever. Oh, for sure. You know? Mm -hmm. And I like that about your art because it is, like, ethereal. It's different than what you see... Like on magazines right
0: now. Oh, you you. know? Yeah. Um, And so that's, and that's kind of, again, honing in, like what I was saying, right? It's like, I, that is part of my style, but also, like, if I was just, like, listening to what was popular and what people wanted to see, then I wouldn't, like, keep doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, I would just readjust to what people want to see. Whereas, like, you know, it does take some strength to, like, listen to other people's opinions to follow trends and then also just keep doing what you know you want to do
1: yeah because like it can be
0: like exhausting sometimes yes because then it also makes it harder like you know clients want what's popular
1: and it's like uh, that's something i struggle (laughs) with all the time right like i'm like i don't want to i don't i want to be me but also like if you want to make money as an artist sometimes you like they want what they want and it's yeah. like, but I don't want to do that, you know, and yeah. also like what would make me I I don't want to be the same person that they could just be like, well, this person does this the same. And I'll just go to them and do it because, yeah, they're cheaper <laughs> or whatever. they Yeah. Buy, you know, like I want to be like what I want. And if you want to work with me, you want to work with me. Like, I don't want to be like a cookie cutter. Everyone does the same thing. Yeah. You know, That's what's fun about being like collaborating because mm-hmm. you're mixing both.
0: Or yeah. however
1: many people are working on it mm-hmm. it's not just yours it's not just theirs it's like you're working all together and it co- makes something completely different than what you would have done by yourself
0: uh-huh. And it also can help
1: you like
0: think differently like in a yeah. ways you wouldn't have expected because yeah, you're yeah. working with these people who have way different thought processes mm-hmm. than you and then you start to get inspired by yeah. that you're like whoa i wouldn't have done it that way mm-hmm. what if i mixed both of our ways of doing it and then you have an outcome you wouldn't have gotten by yourself yeah yeah
1: that's how I kind of feel just in
0: life
1: like yeah getting inspired by like talking about like what you get inspired by yeah just life yeah <laughs> you know like other people
0: experiencing yeah. things and like talking about the way that you think and like that's a part of it too I think right like you're in a way when, especially when it's about emotions when you make something you're kind of also like thinking about how you think yeah, you know,
1: yeah. which I feel like a lot
0: of people don't do, but it can be really constructive to your end product cuz you're like, "Well, why am I doing it this way?" And is it like serving what I'm trying to whatever you're trying to communicate, whether it gets across or not. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um what is like something that you wish that you knew when you were starting out? Like is there a piece of information that or a technique or really anything that you wish you had, had from the start.
1: Honestly, I go back and forth with wanting formal training. Uh, because you're getting these you're learning things that would take you years to learn if you just experimented on your own, right? Uh, but you're getting the people that have been doing this for twenty years and you're getting multiple of them. Like uh, all your professors have been doing this for so long. So you're learning the tips of the the tips and tricks of the trade. And learning it so much faster than you would have done by yourself, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you might get indoctrinated and then learn lose your sense of, like, I can't experiment and I don't have to do it this way. Because mm-hmm. I'm very much so, like, a person who likes to create and likes to do something different. But I also get really stuck into my analytical brain mm-hmm. in which, like, when I, I took, like, one art class in college before some stuff went down with my uh, funding, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? But having like a teacher and you're doing these things that you have to do for them these these projects and you have to hit these curric like parts of it like to get a good grade uh-huh. so then i'm doing that it and it's good you're learning whatever they need you to learn like colors and all like the basics you know but then you don't have any room for experimentation. So then I was going through this like, oh, well, they're teaching me to do this and I have to do this. So I do it this way. And then everyone else comes to class and none of them hit those marks. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm still only getting a B, you know, and I'm uh-huh. like and I'm very I'm like an academic person. Like I want to get A's like give uh-huh. me one hundred and three. You know, I'm trying to get that bonus point, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not I wasn't hitting anything. I'm like, what do I need to do? Like, I feel like I don't know how to be better. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I feel I like it depends better.
0: on the teacher too. Yeah. Like, and I feel like embracing that, like when I went to our school for art, like I did argue with my teacher, <laughs> like, um, I, and I never would have done that before, but I feel like kind of something I thought about going in was I felt very similarly to mm-hmm. you. And I was like, well, that's the point of being an artist, right? And I think that is what's cool about art school versus like other schools. Like there is that room to be like, well, what about this? Cause they're teaching you like a lot of traditional things. Right. Yeah. Um, But you still, to create your own voice, have to also question some of that. Like there are things you should do because that is how the world works. Yeah. But I remember my teacher and I would constantly go back and forth about my website. Mm -hmm. I ended up caving for a lot of it because he was right.
1: Yeah. And (laughs) I really
0: recognized that after doing it my way and then looking at industry work and then looking at mine.
1: (laughs) But I would go back
0: and forth with him and I would be like, well, what about this? Because I like this and I feel like it represents me better.
1: Yeah, but that's, like, how you learn, right? (laughs) Like, how, if you don't, like, if you just do it how someone tells you to do it and you don't ask questions, how do you learn? Uh Like, how do you know, like, why? Uh You're just doing it. And (laughs) and that's why I feel like it
0: depends, like, really on the teacher, too. Yeah. Because I feel like some teachers just wouldn't, you know, that's anything you're learning about at all, ever, but wouldn't take well to you being, like, well why Or are like like, what about this yeah exactly Mm -hmm. but that's
1: like something i struggle with because like i want i want to go and get formal training in a sense because it could i could boost my abilities 10 times faster than me just doing it by myself at home Mm -hmm. but also if i was like dedicated enough and determined enough (laughs) you know i could i could still like go get some books and teach myself Mm -hmm. but I like learning I like learning from other people I'm just scared to get so indoctrinated to this is how you do it that then I lose like any sort of my creative passion of being like I want to do something different Mm -hmm. you know
0: yeah
1: (laughs) yeah because surrealism would have never came up if you were just like I can only paint what I see and Mm -hmm. exactly how the light is hitting it Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know
0: well and that's like a big thing too I just love about all the periods of art history is that like when that kind of stuff came up, people were just not about it. Yeah. They rejected it so hard. Any kind of abstract work. (laughs) Not even that. They just didn't like even photography and photography is a lot newer than Mm -hmm. painting. The same thing happened like where people were starting to take pictures and there's a girl I love Margaret Cameron who I relate to a lot because she was doing portraits that were um, like longer exposure. Like they were soft focus. They were like kind of shifty ghost, like Mm -hmm. dreamy, and um, well, she was a woman, first of all, which was awesome, but also like people didn't like it because they were like, that's not how the person actually looks or like, yeah, that's not what real life looks like or, you know, because in the beginning, people were just taking pictures of what was real, what was actually in front of you. Yeah. And so the same thing happened with painting where people started not just painting what actually existed. People are like, well, what? I don't get that. I don't like it. It's not real. Yeah. It's not what we can see. So what the heck? Stop, you know. (laughs) And they kept doing it, and then all of a sudden, now we're, I've obviously progressed to where we're like we accept that. Yeah, but
1: poor paintings. It happens.
0: Yeah, right, right. (laughs) But you know, and I think that that says a lot just about like humanity too, and the way that we think and where we would kind of like, uh, kind of be natural to kind of reject what we don't know. Yeah, um, because it can feel uncomfortable.
1: People don't like doing But you that. just
0: have to keep doing mm-hmm. that. That's, I think, that's why I like learning about it so much is because I feel like, you know, there's no real way to, like, say this without being like, I listened to them before it was popular, you know? <laughs> but it can be isolating sometimes to be doing this work that you believe in, that you feel like represents you, and then to just have people, like, not understand or appreciate it at all.
1: Yeah. It can be, like, a weird place to this? be. Yeah, right. Because we love it. Right. <laughs> that's something... I mean, my husband is a chef and he deals with the same stuff. Like he's creative in his own right. Uh And it really, I watch it like hurt him when he puts out a whole menu and you just have that one person that comes, like everyone else can like it. And you just have Uh that one person that's like, this is stupid. This isn't good. Like, I just want my chicken, and green beans and mashed potatoes. And you're like, well, then don't eat my food. Yeah, (laughs) for sure.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: And That's something, like, I love seeing it's not just painting who people are creatives, you know? Mm. Oh, for sure, yeah, culinary arts, right? That's
0: what the class was called in high school, it definitely is. Yeah,
1: it's, it's like, and it's everything. Mm. Like, cosmetologists, like, you had Amanda on, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. That's not only a science, but an art Mm -hmm. form. For sure, (laughs) yeah. And that's with almost anything, like, architecture and everything. Oh, for sure. That's something, like, literally... Like, what inspires you the most in life to bring you into creative, like, into your photography?
0: Hmm. Okay, the tables have turned.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I
0: feel like that's kind of hard for me to answer. I feel like I'm kind of just, it's, like, literally just, like, a part of me. I'm kind of just, like, inspired by everything that I experience. Mm -hmm. And I guess in a way it is, like me experiencing myself and like my like what it is to be me in this life like because someone asked me like what do you like about taking pictures of other people as well which is kind of like similar I guess um I enjoy like when I can make something from my head like real and like have someone else be a part of that that's also excited about it because my work is like Cause I would grow up like looking at editorial spreads like in a magazine and like, that's what always spoke to. me. I would pull them out and I would collage them on my wall. It was that wall. I'm sure there's pictures (laughs) somewhere, but it was all covered with like my favorite things. And like, I remember there was one, I wish I still had it, um, where they would just had like a bunch of colorful balloons, like in the woods and it was like a fashion editorial, you know, but I just remember always loving that. And it like, there's just like something in me that was like. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. And um, I was never even really that into the fashion part of it, although I appreciated it. Yeah. You know, it's just like that's not what drew me about it. It's just the whole environment. I've yeah. always been into fantasy. And so I guess it's just a part of me exploring like myself and my brain and like how we can make what is part of our reality and ideas into something for other people to experience.
1: Yeah, I feel you.
0: Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's, like, the best way I can describe it, I think.
1: I think any time that I have, like, a creative block, it's because I haven't been living. And I've just been, like, doing my day-to-day uh-huh. activities. That, like, go to work, come home, be a mom, go to sleep, yeah. wake up, go to work. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, like, if you don't, if I don't allow myself to see the beauty in, like, the day-to-day, uh-huh. then I instantly blocked. <laughs> yeah. Like, instantly my creative like chi is gone (laughs) it's just blocked it's it's like i have to go out and live life or like literally anything like um right now with the pieces that i want to work on i just got inspired by like neon neon lights neon colors Mm -hmm. and that turned into like my idea of what i want but other than that i have like so many ideas (laughs) you know and so many inspirations and it comes from the people in my life the movies that I watch, the shows that I watch, the music that I listen to, nature, mm-hmm. you know. And then colors. Colors are huge sometimes. It's like... Like, for a long time, a lot of my paintings had blues. And then, mm-hmm. just because it's what I was, in, like, attracted to. And I would try to paint with warmer colors, and I would just... I didn't want to. I couldn't. Like, I'd yeah. instantly go back to blues, purples, and stuff like that. Um.
0: So, I feel like it's so... From what we're both saying, it seems too like it is a skill you can acquire over time, Mm -hmm. but it also like requires something that's like already in you. Yeah. To like to tap into that. And Mm -hmm. it's easy to get into autopilot where you're like not paying attention to it. It's kind of like your thoughts too, right? And meditation and stuff. Like I get a lot of ideas when I meditate. When I can actually get to that place, like I'll see I I feel like (laughs) I don't know if visions are the right word, but I'll see crazy stuff like behind my eyelids, yeah. whether that's like patterns or whatever. Yeah. And that definitely, when I channel that and I start to use that in my work, I can see it, whether I actually realize it at the time or not, if I pay attention, I'll start seeing it come out. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's kind of like magic.
1: Yeah, all honestly, my, all my a lot of my thoughts come from the shower.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: I wanted to start a podcast called Shower Thoughts because that's, like, where all my stuff... Like, any thought that I have... They you have, like, like water in. ASMR
0: in the no, background. No, I was <laughs> going to...
1: My... So, I like, it's not going to happen because people already did it. And I don't want to be the person that, like, takes from another small creator. Because yeah. we're all trying to just do the same. Like, we're all just trying to create. And I don't want to take, like, something... I haven't listened to theirs. And they haven't posted in a couple years. But, like, what if they want to? You know? I don't want to <laughs> yeah. take the... The podcast name Shower Thoughts, but it was gonna be Shower Thoughts, and it was gonna be like right when at the like the intro was gonna be me turning on the shower and hearing the water start, and then the end of it was gonna be turning it off and hearing the water stop. Mm-hmm. Like that was gonna be the intro and outro noises. And, like, That's the, cool. Like there's things that I like think about when I'm in the shower. I'm like, hmm. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah, it <laughs> is a meditative place, though. I feel That's like it's the, the only lot time people... I don't have my phone on me. It feels like yeah. And I don't have a TV. I don't have anyone talking to me. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm just like literally naked in my thoughts yeah you're just, like, existing <laughs> yeah just with water on me and there's like mm-hmm.
0: something therapeutic to it too where you're like washing away yeah things like you're also like taking away dirt or like <laughs> old thought processes or whatever like i'll do like spiritual baths where it's yeah. kind of the same concept where it's like okay i'm like washing away this energy that no longer serves me yeah you know i so. literally
1: will get in the bath just to write like all the things that are on because I am really big on lists Mm -hmm. because if I don't then I have like a bunch of things jumbled in my head sometimes I'll just go in the bath just to write down my list of all the things I have in my head because I can really like think about it Mm -hmm. you know I can really just sit there and be like these are the paintings I want to get done these are like the household stuff I need to get done these are like ideas for the future I have Yeah. (laughs) yeah I'll get it done because if not I'm surrounded by people and it's hard being a to mom clean. too right yeah like
0: you always have someone else that you're worried and looking out for so yeah. it's like hard to take a full stop awareness yeah. like it's kind of natural right like you can't just fully stop yeah
1: thinking she, about yeah, it yeah <laughs> or she'll be outside like playing with something she shouldn't be or like yeah. running in the street or something if i were to just not pay attention <laughs> right, to what right. she was doing yeah but another thing is like i was just talking to jeff about it like having her it being a parent stressful regardless but having her has allowed me to get back into my childlike wonder of the world watching mm-hmm. her be amazed by anything and everything <laughs> you know like now I feel like I could find my like sense of play whereas for a while I lost it that's also something that's been hard as a creative mm-hmm. You're like a child. You're creative. You love all these things. You're interested in whatever you're interested in. Then you start going to school. You start getting other people's thoughts in your head about this isn't cool. This is weird. This is nerdy. Mm-hmm. And you start like becoming your friends and your friends start becoming you and then none of you are who you actually are and you have to when and you get out of school and then you're like who am I? Yeah. Who am I? What do I like? And that's kind of depressing. Yeah, And so you have to relearn yourself and not, like, what other people are doing, what other people think are cool. Although it inspires me, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be them. But I do want to, like, interact with them. (laughs) You know? Right, right. That's something that's also, like, where as I dabble in everything, I, I like to be, like, the support person. Like, yeah, there's things that I like to do on my own. But... If I could work in, like, just to help people out, like, when you're doing a photo shoot, like, if I could come and just be an assistant, like, Mm -hmm. uh, my friend is really big in, um, he does editing and stuff, uh, freelance and whatnot, and he just, they actually just created a master class, which is really cool. We should check that out one day. But, um, like, if I could just work with him, like, on set or at his house and watch him, like, edit and learn that kind of stuff or a designer like to help them out like that kind of stuff just working with someone would inspire me and what other things i want to do yeah you know yeah. just finding the time (laughs) for sure i
0: get that that's why i love the meetups so much yeah like i the one thing i do it's hard right um just putting together any kind of event is like you don't it's hard for you to actually enjoy it fully because you're worried about making things happen yeah um but Like, I never take as many pictures as I would hope when I, like, pick these themes for the meetups and make the stuff for it, you know. But I'm, like, just running around talking to people, trying to connect them. Because sometimes, you know, they're also outside of their Mm -hmm. comfort zone because it's people they've never met. Now we, like, have a going. But for a while there, it was, like, you know, you have to introduce people, get it kind of moving. And, like, but I always would leave there being just so, like, whoa like Like, i have all these ideas now like i have it was cool to see people in their process because i wouldn't have done it like that just kind of like what we were talking about earlier just i feel the same way like i learned a lot just by interacting with these other people seeing the way they or just even seeing the way they direct people like my friend hassan (laughs) he's so good at directing people i feel like that's still i'm better at it than i used to be i don't feel awkward doing it anymore but Um, I do have a more high fashion attitude towards it. So I think sometimes it's hard to get get people where I want if they're not like just practicing modeling all the time because they're like funky poses that it's hard to describe, you know, like those like hunched over, like, like look like, uh, like Gollum, but hot, you know, (laughs) people don't know what that means. They're like, what do you mean? Like, just like, you know, like, um, but he's so good at directing people and he makes people laugh. So he's able to get those like authentic just like um that actual laugh like it's not oh fake laugh you know which usually will make someone laugh anyways because they're like how do I do that but he will just get this authentic look and I feel like in the time I've watched him grow because he had never used his camera the first meetup that he came to and now that I see him helping organize other events and doing the things which I'm going to shout him out Pisces Vision Photography (laughs) um it's just so cool to see and it like makes me see where like oh I could take some of those tips you know Mm -hmm. the way he directs people and interact with them in that way too because I also can get a little serious when I'm in the zone and I'm like trying to retain my image and also (laughs) interact with the person yeah um so yeah I've definitely taken a lot away from doing that and um I think that that's something I most people should experience because I feel like a lot of times too you think about artists and like You kind of associate them with being like loners, like just hiding in their studio, just working, 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 working. And like that probably works, I feel like logistically for like 2% of people because we're not built to be like that, like as humans. And like, yeah, it can be good to hone in something if you have an idea and just work on it. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like it's important to integrate real life. Like what's actually happening? How are people reacting to the world around them and how are they executing their ideas yeah hence this podcast right <laughs> yeah
1: and having like a more set of eyes on mm-hmm. what you're doing like if you're working in a collective like if we all sat down in a big building and we're working on what we were working on you just call someone over like hey this looks awkward to me like tell me what you're seeing like what's mm-hmm. weird about it like is it is her eye like weird you know like yeah is it just not right like mm-hmm. what's happening is the color off <laughs> yeah
0: exactly um so my uh closing question is uh what is something that you wish like for the creative collective for like the next year
1: (laughs) really just uh us like all getting out of our comfort zones Uh, mm -hmm. all of us because we grow so much faster to, like if we do that especially yeah. collectively if we all come together doing weird things that we haven't done before mm-hmm. it's like something you could take into your next project
0: mm-hmm. or not because you could be yeah. like that was yeah weird. that's not, that was not
1: <laughs> it <laughs> It came out weird i didn't it like still it still serves a purpose, side yeah. of mm-hmm. yep that's um and also just like me personally to learn how to interact with humans while creating Mm -hmm. because i was i was that loner for 10 years of Mm -hmm. only doing things by myself in my room like don't want my parents looking at what i'm doing Mm -hmm. you know that kind of stuff a lot like learning how doing these meetups learning a bunch of things that i wouldn't have learned without them like composing like watching you guys take photography Mm -hmm. and how you compose your photos is going to help me compose my mm-hmm. paintings and my pieces that i do yeah for sure but really just getting out of the comfort zone and doing something weird like i want us to do weird things this year mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like keep let's, it weird yeah like well i mean i don't want to give off all of it, all of our ideas but the poly pocket mm-hmm. vibes you know that'll be fun to work yeah. with even if we have to photoshop some stuff yeah you know for sure. into it this is gonna be fun like yeah watching the models grow mm-hmm. watching the photographers grow and then i hope for the creative collective i think what i really hope is more creative outlets than just uh, models and photographers mm-hmm. like for more people to show up that are doing different things for sure yeah i really hope that too like, like having the fire dancers like they're not mm-hmm. ne- they're not Necessarily models, they're just doing their own thing, and we're taking like observational photos of what they're doing and Mm -hmm. finding ways that you would want to compose it.
0: Yeah, flow arts, we love that. Um, yeah, Sunshine State Create Collective is the hashtag, and um, we are actually gonna have a meetup on April 9th. Um, before we lose one of our beautiful members, Mm -hmm. my tattoo artist, to go live her life and her journey. Um, but so stay tuned, um, at the other, eye photo on Instagram for more information on that, but thank you for talking to me yeah. and, um, your social media is
1: October Jade
0: art on Instagram. Yes. And, um, check out the people we talked about in this episode and, um, keep it weird and keep trying new things and
1: go live life. Yeah. Go live life. Cause it's a- create you need to live yeah experience and then create <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. and just don't stop doing it <laughs> mm-hmm. and i'll see you in a few weeks bye